episode number 179 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're, you're sporting a Tommy t-shirt tonight, you're, just in case I forget your name, no doubt, um, whereas I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm sporting, I'm sporting a, a basically, it looks like a top, uh, it's a pink top. When I put my hood up, I look like a big giant penis, so... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't uh, thinking that, Kyle. You. Said I'm it. sure you were. I wanted to say it before you started slagging me off, but I tell you what. See, when I put my my pink jogging trousers, I, I literally blend into Afford. Um, you know, just just by, by wearing what I'm wearing. So uh, Afford, what yeah. do you mean blend into Afford? Is Afford pink? Everyone wears big giant penis outfits in in the Vale of Afford. No, nah, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, might have to might have to restart this introduction. What a terrible intro this is. Sorry, we'll just add to the blooper reel. <laughs> oh. All these newbies will be switching switching off before they even find out our names, eh? Uh, Indeed. Anyway, well, well listeners, that. welcome. As Carl says, episode one seven nine. We're really starting to get through them now. And this week, we've, we're getting, as we mentioned last week, we're joined. We're going to be joined tonight by Lewis Miller, friend of the show, who's also the race director for the Podfather Sterling Ten K. And I'm, or, I, or it's a race Sims, I love. Eh? So I'm really interested yeah. to understand more about this Stunting K. It's such a great oh, race on the well, fixture, so which I'm definitely. sure most of our club runner listeners will have done at some point. So really cool to get Lewis on. Oh, no doubt. So let's uh, let's pause the conversation about that because we can ramble on about about Indeed. that for until Timbuktu, since we're we're both uh, previous entrants to it. So, mm-hmm. but this week, yeah, we, I mean, over and above Lewis coming on the show, um, Tommy. Either we'll, we'll chat about our our tra- training or lack thereof. Um, but Tommy returns to the the, the land of, of the, the motherland, uh, yeah, land of the brave. So uh, this is it. And and Kyle does Mozart at the weekend as well. So we'll no doubt chat. We're going about in that. opposite. We're, some, we're going in opposite directions. We're almost passing each other in the air. Maybe it's intentional. I don't yeah, exactly. Know. First uh, time Kyle comes to France, and uh, you're going to Austria technically. But the first time you come to the continent, I'm. Bugger off back to UK. <laughs> Tommy's coming. I'm out. See ya. <laughs> uh, we've also got lots of news, uh, as Tommy would put it. Uh, para, some Scottish selections for the Para, the uh, Commonwealth Games. Uh, Al, Al Walker, he's been in some tip-top um, epic shape as well. Sarah Ingalls, a friend of the show. Jenny Selman, the Scottish 10K champs that ruined the tune. Yeah, West Highland Way preview. Lots happening. So is that uh, this weekend, the West Highland Way? It is. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Um, are, are you thinking? Are you, is that why you're coming back? Is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, is it, uh, there are many things I I, I could I'm, I could do right now, but 100 percent one of them I couldn't do is the West Highland Way. But I also well, see on a similar note, it was a Saltire Saltire 12 hour and 24 hour race on the weekend as well, which. I think it's a new race. We can maybe talk it about is. that as well in the results section. A few of the yeah, few, I, I don't uh, have pals results, of the show are doing um, It sounds quite an interesting format. Um, it does, yeah. Local to like, local uh, to us. Well, this is it. Uh, so it'd be good to talk about that. Um, there's a few people I know who took part in the race. Uh, I think Joe Murphy did it. Um, I did, yeah. I saw Joe did a, it. A Metro team, uh, Jordan Cruikshank, James Cruikshank, uh, Rob Taylor, the chair of Metro, he was taking part in it too, I think. So, yeah, lots of, of people. I think it might be his son. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Who? Rob, I think it was Rob's, Rob's son. It was Rob Lynn who did it. We'll oh, come, it? We'll come to those results before we boost them. But we'll, anyway, we'll save all that. So, Kyle, this weekend, so you are heading back to a start line. You're heading back to Mozart, where the infamous story of the flatties the day before the 
the race wrecked your Achilles. How are you feeling? And what's the what's tell us about this weekend? What's coming up? The irony is, I've got a sore Achilles again, and it's not because I've been wearing flatties. It's just probably old age um, and just being completely out, feeling like I'm out of shape post-COVID. Just, yeah, as many excuses under the sun as you can find. I've, exactly. I've got them this time around. Um, but, uh, but I mean, the, the exciting thing for me is my, my mindset going into this race isn't about performing at the level I, I have been in the last couple of years there. Two top fives there. Finish lines, not finish times. <laughs> finish line, that's me. I've changed my mindset these days, exactly that. Um, but I'm not doing the 100K. I think I did reveal reveal that, like people are interested. Um, I'm, I'm doing the, the, the marathon now. Uh, the, the field is potentially a lot lighter as, as in terms of the depth and the, the, the elite or the higher end side. But... I mean, that's not a reason to to drop down the distance. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not running. <laughs> Listeners, Kyle's not running scared. He's just not in shape yeah. for 100K. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. There's no way. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know. If it's a long way. 100K over the mountains. I mean, I mean, you saw me at the UTMB, and I was, in, I was meant to be in shape there. And look at the state of me by the, by the end. It's I mean, Grandma... Grandma went to Valarcine and she she didn't meet, she she came she ended ended up missing me because it was still about five hours away from <laughs> Valarcine so she buggered off back to, to Chamonix. Poor Tommy's waiting in the cold, uh, running about different countries trying to find me, you know. So uh, yeah, but uh, where was it going with this? So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm as I say, like it's it's only a marathon. It's 1800 meters of climb. If I don't perform, if I'm not feeling great, I think I can still complete it. What do you if, want to get out of the race? Well, I mean, what's the, what is it? What's the definition of success? Is it just to to be to have enjoyed it? Is it to do you have any so. time in mind? No, nah, I think the definition of success is just to get around and to enjoy it. Weirdly, I don't. I, I never do big races and think that way. Generally, I'm like, I want to do well. I want to be high up in. But I've got, I just don't know how I'm going to perform, you know, like, and I also, I'm trying to be careful as well. Like, I mean, I had COVID and you hear all these, you hear some, not horror stories, some horror stories of people, not, I'm not going to say dropping down dead, it's a bit morbid for the show, but uh, just people just really struggling to get up hills and just struggling to get to that level of fitness that they had pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it could just be in my head, eh? I don't know. Uh probably is in my head but I'm just aware like of the risks if I was to really push myself and we were chatting just offline apparently it's going to be like 30 odd degrees at, yeah uh, <laughs> on Saturday. It's, I mean Europe's in an absolute heat wave at the moment and I, I, was, I was telling Carla I biked home from work tonight at half past six and it was baking hot absolutely baking hot I was a couple of times I stopped at lights I'm just absolutely melting in the heat. I'm thinking this is really? almost for the first time in months. I was like, thank God I'm not running home. This would be really, really quite warm. So for you guys in the in the Alps, it's going to be, it's just going to be absolutely scorching. Yeah. I mean, it's 9 a.m. start. So it's not crazy, crazy late, but it's not crazy early. Um, How long so will a marathon we'll... on that terrain take you then? If you're starting at 9 a.m., you'd be what, four, five, three, four hours? Looking at the winning time last year, the, win, the winner was uh, three and a half hours. Which is quite quick for 1800 meters of climb. I, I mean, love that, that you've got that time in mind. That's class. That's uh, you can it's take the to, 
Exactly. You could take the you could take the performer the performance out of the performer, but you can't take the performer out of the race. You've still got. A, okay, right. I'm, I'm sure that doesn't make any sense, but you still. I, I love it. Even if you you go into it not there to win it, you still want to know what it would take to win it. The definition of success for me is to get to the finish line and drink a good old pint of Stego and not have to be hospital hospitalized this time. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, that yeah. That's I forgot about that last time. Yeah, Please, no. I was on a drip at the end of it. That was it. <laughs> That's what happens. But you know, you've you. got to be careful though, because if you, and I think that if your definition of success is to finish the race, have enjoyed it, had a good race experience, closed well, and not absolutely fade, because I think in that hot weather, if you go out too hard, even if you just don't have intentions of winning it, if you didn't blow up with a 10k to go, that will be brutal, absolutely oh, brutal yeah. in that heat. Yeah, especially I mean marathons. You see what people, what happens in people who do marathons. It's oh, it's tragic when you see it. Well, I mean, we only have to think about look at. I mean, look at Cal Hawkins at the Gold Coast. Oh, okay, he was. I mean, he was. That's yeah. a, a guy running right at the limit and beyond. The, uh, even though he, when he was in, excuse me, when he was in shape. But for you, it would be so much better just to back off a bit and no, and in the second I, half be catching people. Yeah, I think so too. And Europeans tend to go off like a buy or hell anyway. Uh, <laughs> so you know, I'm looking forward to just letting them go and flying past them at the end that's that's uh that's what i would like to do but um but over and above me running debbie's taking part um, and again cool. i think she's going in with the same mindset as uh finish lines not finish times uh for this one and uh i think she'll do quite well if if she can hold things together but she has been she has been struggling just just um again a little bit like me and and she has to watch herself because she did have um she had health issues after bike accident with PEs in her lungs. And um, so she, she's been feeling a little bit just cautious with that. So mm. I think we both have to take it easy in terms of effort and just listen to our bodies and just, yeah, that's the most important thing really, you know. Um, and then also Tim and Totty are taking part. Totty's going to be doing the, the the 30K version. Tim's also going to be doing the marathon. So I I mean if all if all if we were all fit I've got a feeling Totty might do quite well I and mean, she's quite a, a, a very, she's a very good runner especially on the hills so um, I'm looking forward to seeing if she can uh, hopefully podium that's uh, wow I, wow no pressure uh, Totty you had it pressure Totty why would you ask the the, the whole of the even... listenership is expecting a podium now <laughs> definition of success is set. <laughs> She does it. I've never, I've not even told her that in person. Although, we had a chat a few days ago, so I'm I'm telling her now. And she's going to be listening to the plane, and she's she's going to start getting the butterflies. I hope so. You know what, look, Al, thank, we're thank goodness. Thank goodness for that, Totty, because how this podcast has fallen. We're now talking about. I've not even gone yeah. to my words. We're talking about finish lines, not finish times. It wasn't that long ago yeah. that we were talking about trying to get a medal at a British Champs hundred k, and me trying to do the PB double at ten k, five k. Two months <laughs> later, it's just. Then welcome do, to do welcome what, to the do, welcome to TRS jog. Uh, we're just here to finish. <laughs> Tart, what do you call it? Tartan jogging shorts these days. Tartan jogging um, shorts. I like it. We should do. We yeah. should. But I think it's a good it's a good representation on the life, the trials and tribulations of club runners in the sense. And I think yeah. ours are quite accentuated. That you have yeah. periods of like highs, periods yeah. of being in great shape. You're just yeah. all you want to do is line up at a race. And exactly. then the periods of the the troughs where. I mean, my mojo is, right, is like at a rock bottom at the moment for the running. Yeah. I need to. You no, know, I feel like that too. Eh? I know you, you, you literally got a, a hernia poking out you, but I mean, I'm feeling like 
okay, I'm doing a marathon on in the Alps, but I mean, I'm 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 going. I want to finish it, knowing that I can recover and just relax, but try and get back to a level of fitness later on in the year. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm probably thinking like let's get some faster, shorter fa- sessions and just start doing like not not all these ultras. I'm just. This is amazing. This this is like that's the other the other example of club runners like yeah. the scattered approach. Yeah, it's scattered approach. That's me. Um, but talking about slow running, uh, I was also doing a park run at the weekend. Um, I did craft this. I park saw run. that. Yeah, I saw. Uh, it, I saw in, it the in, metro first finishes uh, like you saw. Metro email. That's, uh, it's always good to get a wee a wee mention on on metro, the metro email thing there in the first. First finisher. First finisher. Then easy, easy pickings. Um, you know when it's you know, well. First. Look at I'm I'm, I'm I'm I've had easy pickings for two years now. I've been running in the only the only time there was another metro runner at Bad Boulogne, I was third metro home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know it's a, I, I I thought it was a slam dunk every week. I'm going back to Aberdeen where there's no shot I'll be first metro at any park run or any race for that matter. Oh, so no. I need to milk it while but, I can. But I noticed, uh, yeah, your time. I was, I think, I was eighteen ten, and you were. I mean, I've, I, I mean, my, it was on trails, and it, it, it's still eighteen tens, eighteen ten. Doesn't matter how you do it. Uh, but you were, what were you, eighteen thirty? So I beat you by twenty seconds. That right? yes, yeah, something like that. I mean, I was. Uh, this a little. This is how we roll, folks. Now we, uh, we compare park run times. Compare park run times. I mean, if I rock bottom. So wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, what can I say? It was uh, I. So I did the park on the weekend, and I hadn't. I was saying to Cal beforehand. What was quite, what was quite shocking is I knew I wasn't going to be in much shape. I'm not going to make excuses, but I'm not in great shape. And I went into it, and I did the usual. I was chatting to some of the guys at the front, and they were like, you know, get to the front, get to the front, because it's like, I mean, oh, yeah. Anyway, they went off, and it usual. I said to myself, I'm just going to run this super easy. Just I want to clock a park run here. Of course, we got going, and I was like sat in the middle of the pack. There's a lot of people there. And I sort of started to pick up in the first game. Suddenly I'm in like fifth place and I can see the guy strung in front of me and I'm slowly working through it. And in the second half, the guy, I was in second place, the guy behind me started pressing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try and hold this guy off. So in the end, I went, the last, particular last K was like, I was a, more of a, a push. Um, but did you think, no, I was second. Ah. Second. But what was, a, but what was a bit like, anyway, I went into it and I was like, I just don't want to aggregate this hernia. Whatever you do, Tom, don't sprint. And although I picked up in the last K, I, I, it still felt like a sort of like just a raised effort, cruising a bit. Uh, you know, I felt doing around. I know I'm out of shape, but it wasn't like flat out. But with about 200 to go, this guy suddenly came at me right on my shoulder. And I was like, <laughs> FFS. <laughs> so I thought, let him go. I've got one. It was literally like 4K of don't go too hard. Don't go too hard. Don't go too hard. Don't go too hard. 800 meters then of don't sprint finish. Don't sprint finish. Don't sprint finish. And 200 meters of to your story about having Kipchoge on one shoulder and the devil on the other, I was just like <laughs> sprint finish. And I did that sprint finish. I immediately regretted it afterwards because my groin was broken oh, no. out and sore again. And uh, anyway, but that was fine. That, the rate, it was the cool, the rate the running itself was cool. I love the, the community there. It's great. Please to go down. But what amazed me is having not run for a few weeks, I felt awful the next three days. Like <laughs> honestly, my calves were in bits. My, <sighs> everything, my glutes were burning. I was, it was awful. So it just shows that a bit of conditioning out. It's a sob story and I'm, I'm ashamed about it, but I need to get, anyway, I have taken my wife's advice. I'm seeing a doctor when I'm back in Aberdeen next week and I'm going to get onto a list to get this sorted out. This uh, hernia. Is it, is it, can, can you see it then? Is it like just 
Is that a big lump there? What, you just you, feel like, it. You just feel it as a as a bulge, just to the sort of the groin area, just above. Not the not the good of, kind just, of. Just bulge. a wee, not the good kind of bulge. No, just a. Yeah, what about? I mean, about an inch north of Tom Junior. It's just a. It's like it's just a bit of a bulge, and it's went after I've been running, and it settles down when I'm not. Uh, after a few days, I think. I mean, it's just. It's not that. It's not. I don't think there's anything. It's not like worrying. It's just painful. That's all, and it, it's this weird, horrible pain that. It's like a dull ache that just is constantly there that spreads right across that stomach and groin so you feel uh, it when you're like not running uh i do for the i feel it when i'm sitting up so like the next day getting out of bed is always like it's really sore and then two three days later it's not because i remember my regret when i see that that consultant here who said oh there's no problem i wish i'd run the day before i saw him because i think that was that's part of my annoyance that i didn't run for two weeks when to see him and it was like and i've had that with physios when you go and see a physio with an injury but you've not you've rested for a while so it's not as bad as it was and you yeah. struggle to remember where it was so and stuff so um anyway i need to get it sorted but if any listeners have got advice on that i would love to hear it i've got there's a few friends in Aberdeen who've got the who had that who've had it sorted themselves and i i think uh uh it's just an, i just need to get it done because it's not manageable now and i really want to get running um later in the year racing yeah. later in the year i should say oh dear well, as Kyle, as, well, well, but as Kyle says, so I am indeed coming back to Scotland this weekend, which is cool. Yes, yes, which yeah. is uh, exciting, and uh, we have to we have to line up a you know a, a, a in person podcast. I we say, should to, to me and you, not anyone else. Like, but or even just uh, in in person in person beers. Right? I what, mean, what the podcast works of, fine on Zoom. What, what do you think of a live audience? You know, like an audience watching us on a stage. Imagine us doing a stage. Do you know? So I How love the, did that be? I love the idea of it. <laughs> I wouldn't know I, where my notes are. I love the idea of it, but in my head, that's like it's a monster audience. But in reality, when we show up at this like local town <laughs> community hall and there's like four people in front of them, two of them are our wives, then that doesn't <laughs> yeah, fill me with enthusiasm. At least yeah, with yeah. Facebook Live, you just assume there's people watching, even though they're not. <laughs> yeah. Just don't look at the number of, of people listening. Just exactly. Hide the screen. Hide the minimize the screen. <laughs> so anyway, we'll oh, see. But I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to getting back. Yes, Tommy and Tommy and Kyle are coming to a town or a village near you. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, talking about towns or villages near you, then. Um, what what's your thoughts on on um, some of these races that have been taking place? Well, over why the don't last we go kind of few few days? Why don't we go with the Scottish 10K champs? Because I actually That's... didn't realise until a couple of weeks ago that that wasn't at uh, Sterling, which is it's great actually. We've got Lewis coming on. I'm keen to know how whether that was ever on the cards, but it was actually at the Runnetoon 10K, which is in Sterling, and it sounds Have like it was a great that? day. Runnetoon is it? Runnetoon in Sterling, is it? No, it's in Ayrshire, isn't it? Oh, sorry, what am I saying? Kilmarnock, beg your pardon, Kilmarnock. Sorry, Sterling on the brain. Yeah, it's Kilmarnock it is. I've never done it. Yeah, have you never done it? Uh, No, have you done it? I think I have. No, I don't think, no, I I wouldn't remember truly at Christ, especially in Runnetoon and Kilmarnock. Uh, No, I haven't. But, um, uh, I mean, there's some fast times, I've I've got to say. Uh, Our man, Sean Chalmers, Aberdeen-based now, uh, Still running for Inverness Harriers, I think. He yes. uh, took the win in 29.59, which is also yeah, it's a course record, which is which is an amazing time for him. Uh, he's broken the sub 30 minute barrier a few times now. So yeah, great run from Sean. Sean's also an interviewer interviewee of the show as well. So yeah, look back in our archives. And your second place, 
uh, a man who's been on fire for a while is James Donald, Dundee Hotkill, who got the, the, the uh, I, can't, I think his time was 30, I haven't got it in front of me here. But, 30.05 for, uh, 30, uh, sorry, 30.04 30 for James on the chip. 30.04. Um, and uh, your third place went to, if I can Mike. Hold. Mike Christopher, 30.17, canvas line. 30.17, so some really fast times, yeah? Uh, but you so know what, yeah, that some... must be, that just on Mike, that or Michael, sorry, that must be a transfer, because I thought he was an Edinburgh AC guy, and I look at his finishing video, and true enough, he's in a canvas line hires vest, so I think Mike Christopher must have changed clubs, so interesting. Maybe he's moved to Glasgow. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe or maybe he had a Bosman, maybe had a release clause in his deal at Edinburgh AC and they've decided that <laughs> that fifteen pounds in a a round of uh, a round of ales, that's that's all it took. He's, he's moved across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those uh, those running lads in at Kistorfin, eh? Um so your winner for the mate female was again another interview of the show, Annabelle Simpson. She's in dynamite shape at the moment. Yes. Um she broke her own course record. Which was thirty three forty one and ran thirty three twenty three, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what she's going to be doing over the next you know few weeks and whether or not she's got the you know the Commonwealth Games is coming up soon as well and there's a few qualifying times there. I mean, it's red hot for the female endurance runners. It really is, yeah. I mean, I you know I wouldn't want to be an, a selector for those choose all this. Just some really really talented um female endurance runners taking yeah who are just left right and center uh so yeah good run from annabelle and your second place went to um meredith, meredith reed. reed 3505 so a clear win for annabelle um and your who's meredith who does she run for any any idea meredith reed meredith runs for Inver Clyde AC and she's an under 20 Clyde. actually which is uh, so very impressive running 35 and 4 at that age and Eve McKinnon 35 48 for her uh, again I can't really find her um, canvas line canvas line I, I, I've just filtered the results and it doesn't show you <laughs> we've talked about this before um, um, well one thing I want to talk about this see, great see, to see uh, Callum Hawkins back I see that as well. Um, I think he had an... I mean, I, th- I heard there was some issue that he had a bone floating about in his foot, aye, uh, aye. Which, which couldn't have been pleasant. No. Um, so it's great. That was in the winter. And for him to be running again, uh, I think he might have had an Achilles issue in the last few K of the race. So he might have been running a little bit faster in the first half compared mm. to the second half. Uh but, but I mean, nonetheless, it's yeah, great to see him back, back running again and just taking part. I mean, it was quite a good uh, few words he said about just just being able to get back into the running community and you know, and I think sometimes the why isn't about winning races; it's just about taking exactly. part. So, I've got a lot of respect uh, for the fact that he shows up at a race like that and is prepared to run, knowing fine well he's not winning it. You know that, yeah. I think, and especially to support Scottish champs is great. And I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of club runners will get caught up in when we're in shape and training for the major races. And but sometimes it is good just to to support these races to the start line. You're in the shape you're in. You know, don't worry so much about how you compare to other people. If you're, you know, yes, on your big race day, it's about you and the clock. Sometimes if you're racing, you're racing, and that's important. But some days it's just 
it's just uh you know a point of getting the best of yourself on the day you know yeah absolutely yeah um so uh yeah i think he's looking to do a marathon at the end of the year potentially and just plans to race himself fit uh so yeah um oh yeah i think yeah there's, there's definitely a lot of just looking at some of the other results we had there uh we also had the the masters runs um grant bailey was taking part i think he ran quite a decent race in 31 minutes and in change uh peter avon as well sixth place for him uh, he's just fresh off to running a 222 for the edinburgh marathon i think it was 221 mm-hmm. um we also had some of the wheelchair athletes taking part um just looking at some of those athletes who sean frame who has been picked for the Commonwealth Games uh, for the uh, marathon, I think. So well done to, to Sean and um, in, in a solid performance of 25-22. So yeah, yeah, lots of decent results, lots of talented athletes taking part. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just good to see such a a, a, a deep field of, of talented runners. I mean, you could, you could go on and on about some of those the names and results of some some of the runners who were taking part. I mean, Kenny Wilson, a, a fan of the show, good run from him, 34, 57, his brother as well. He had a good run, uh, breaking the 32-minute barrier for the first time in 31, 46. Mm. Right? It, even Stevens with his uh, his clubmate, Ewan Davidson as well. You know, imagine that too. That's a bit like me and Jim Toll, but they, they met the, the, the national cross-country champs. Indeed, yeah. So, uh, anyway, Do you know what, I'm, what I'm, really what is I think what's class is Scottish champs thirteen hundred finishers, which is really good. Great to see that you know the event being really well supported. As you say, it's it's competitive at the front. There's there's depth across all the categories, so a real success actually. I think it's uh, hopefully if it's if it's uh, I don't know if the plan from Scottish athletics is to rotate who has that if it's just up for grabs, but it's really good to see a new see Sterling as uh, Sterling come on and run the tune, get involved, taking on the ten k champs and. And uh, and running it so well, so yeah, well done. It looks to be a great success. Must be a quick course as well, eh? I guess it's. I don't know. I mean, if it's. I mean, yeah, it must be. Those are those are good times. Track finish as well, which is class. Ah, oh, kind of be a track finish, eh? Um, yeah, but there's lots of other races that were taking part at the weekend. Uh, the Brock Ten K as well. The Fraserburgh Ten K. Let's quickly go over that. Um, so that's one up north. Max Arbernethy. A clear win, almost a three-minute win for him. He's fresh off winning the, the Athletics Trust Scotland 3K a couple of weeks ago in, <laughs> in 841, uh, a lone run from him. So, you know, a really talented runner um, at his home club as well. And uh, your second place went to um, Robbie Cooman, 34-54 of the same club, and Keith Buchan, uh, 35-20, who also secured the first vet. Uh, and in the female side, you had Claire Bruce. A, a good, she's in great form at the moment, running seventh place overall uh, in first female, 36-37 of Metro. And your second female was uh, Jennifer Donaldson, 38-37 of Aberdeen Athletics Club, followed by your third female in 39-31, uh, Emma Watt as well, uh, for Jog Scotland Running Club 2. So uh, yeah, there's your there is your Fraserburgh 10K results. Any other results you've got there of note? 
No, I think we'll go we'll, after we've uh, after we've uh, after interview. We can maybe talk about some of the international stuff. There's good things to talk about there, but nothing on the. Uh, actually, no. Do you know what I did want to talk about? It was the uh, Saltire 12 Hour, which was uh, there was quite a bit of actually it was our new pals from last week. The uh, uh, Match My Workout Girls, who I it was on their Instagram. I clocked a bit of it because they were they were there and they were supporting Joe and um, a few other friends of the sh- friends of the show. I saw popping up on the on theirs uh, on their social media. But actually, it was. Um, I don't have the results fully in front of me, even though I was following it. I believe Joe won the 12 hour. Overall, no doubt. Did overall, she? well, actually, I, yeah, I, I think it was. I assume it was overall, actually. Um, which is, a, I mean, that's Joe's just class. I mean, it's just uh, simply yeah. nothing she can't do. Um, and she always just looks, from what you see on social media, just looks so easy running those sort of, uh, those sort of um, distances now. It's just, uh, it's just it's yeah. crazy. Ah, I, I tell you what, I wish I could. I wish I could feel like that. I wish I felt it was easy. Holy moly, it's definitely not. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well done to uh, yeah. If, if you want to find the results, well, um, I'm sure just have a look at Saltire 24. I'm sure we can. I can't see them either, but uh, I'm sure they're they're there somewhere. I've got them. Uh, I've got. I've got them. Let me quickly go quickly cap, get them up. So on the 12 hour solo, it was indeed an overall win for Joe. Um, who was I actually don't know how to interpret these laps. How many is how far you went after? Uh, the higher number of laps or distances, so I don't know how many, I don't know how long the lap was. So, apologies for that info. But Joe did 16 laps, uh, in, in the 12 hours. David Blaine, uh, not the magician, uh, Urban Running Club, though, putting <laughs> oh, in a magic, that. magical performance. Um, he was 15 laps. Then Catherine Blake, um, Third overall, twelve. Uh, sorry, fourteen laps. So that was your top three there. On the twenty, I mean, then you got the twenty-four solo bonkers. Charlie McCarty, he was the first, well, the furthest, I should say, twenty-seven laps. Mark Lahurry, oh, Mark Metro Aberdeen, twenty-five yeah. in a hurry. Big Charlie McCarty's a a, a a a supporter of the Moneyway Ultras, so good oh. to see him. He did say he was doing it. He did say he was going for the win. So well done well, to he, he big got Charlie that. there. Third place, Stuart Midler, Slynn All-Stars, uh, 24 laps. Uh, so, yeah, that's quite uh, quite impressive there. On the female side in the 12-hour, it was Diana Thompson, 10 laps, Denise Dawn, 10 laps, and Amanda Mitchell, 10 laps, but in that order of finishing. And you know what? Think, and you put that into context, 10 laps, the, win, the winning females in the 24-hour solo. Joe, and I assume that's that the... Maybe didn't quite. No, they were out for twenty four hours. That's quite. That's quite impressive to be out running that long. Obviously, with breaks, Joe though compared to the ten did sixteen laps. I mean, it's the standards that that uh, girls at is just crazy. Oh. So could have had a, five, a few hours off and <laughs> came back and did the twenty four and one. I would go through the pair teams, but I mean, there's only two teams in it, so it's not much of a a podium. Um, so yeah, but anyway, really well done to everyone who. Who was taking part in that? It's a new race on the calendar. It's cool to see a race up at, um, in the northeast around uh, Northburn. So cool. Hopefully that continues to to grow on the ultra scene. Definitely. Um, and the, the other one I wanted to mention was one of I know a few people have done is the Strathairn Marathon. So oh, of course, uh, yeah. I mean, so the winner was Elliot Sedman, Carnefi uh, Hill Running Racing Club, two forty three twenty five. Rich Myers, no no club. Uh, a lone wolf 
249.07. And uh, Rob Suter, um, 301.07. And your first place went to Tammy Wilson, 309. 14 of Jog Scotland Running Club. And Jeanette Dixon was right behind her in 310.43. And your third female, if I can find it, is uh, Helena K- Carey. Five star active in 331.18. So there's your, your top three. Um, well, we're, Carl, we're gonna go from we're gonna go uh from these sort of distances back to where we started with the results with the Scottish 10k. We're gonna jump to 10k. So we're joined tonight by Lewis Miller. Lewis, uh a guy we've raced against, Ron Boeth. He's a, a central AC runner who um who's been on the circuit a long time. He's now the race director of the of the Pod Father Sterling 10K, which is coming back in September. So let's bring Lewis in. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good to see you, man. Uh, good to see you both. You both well? Oh, Very we're, well, thanks. We're, we're all the better for seeing you. Uh, we're, we're getting oh, bored of... Chatting, chatting to each other with no audience uh, engaging with us. <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a relief, to be honest, Lewis. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> fit, and, fit and healthy? Halfway on each, I think, is the truth. But... <laughs> as, as Tommy would say, we're just moping about, you know, just what we say we're not we're not giving any we're not we haven't got any excuses, but they are excuses, aren't they? Like, you know, yeah. oh, we did yeah. a park run there and it wasn't a great time. I've got a hernia. I've, I've got COVID. All these excuses. <laughs> are all yeah. interesting, but irrelevant. But what we're we yeah. are very keen though to talk about is is something in the future that we might be able to uh, to look forward to. So the Sterling 10K is coming back. It is. Yeah. No, it's exciting. Uh, first year. The first question. I've... Sorry, I know you've just introduced the first question I've got is why is it called the Pod Father 10K? So... I want to know. It sounds quirky. Yeah, so what we've done is um, we took on the, the running for this year's event. We thought, what are we going to do to make it a wee bit different? And yeah. one of the big things we wanted to do is to try and attract sponsors. Um, mm-hmm. So the Podfather are a business that are based in Edinburgh, a software and logistics company. Ah. And when we, we reached, mm-hmm. when we reached out to companies for sponsorship, Colin McCready is the managing director, um, who's also a runner. And he contacted ah, okay. us and with a, with a bit, he said he was very keen to get involved and with a 20-minute phone call and speaking to Colin was brilliant. His ideas and his thoughts and how a run should be, um, it kind of ticked a lot of the boxes for me, you know, things that he had in his head about prizes and trying to engage with the local community in the Stirling area and things. So it was great what he was saying. So we were very happy. We were delighted to have them on board. And oh, one really? of the big things wanted to do is to give them name, naming rights which we've never done Good. before that's cool yeah you know, had a few we've had a few sponsors previously but nothing major you know just wee bits here and there so we thought right we're going to go bigger this year because we want to make this year different to previous mm-hmm. years we want to raise the bar because it's, it's kind of very hard just now we race up it's, it's almost like a saturated market just now there's so many race organizers just now so yeah, you need to yeah. try and mm. see what you can do to try and think outside the box, try and go a wee bit bigger. So with the support that we've got for Podfather coming in, it's allowing oh, us to do a lot of different things that we've not had the chance to do before. So it's great to, it's oh. great to have them. And you know, with the Sterling Amazing. 10K, I mean, it's it's a race that's gone on 
it's well known on the circuit. We've all done it. We've all had PBs at it. It's a it's one that everyone loves. How does that feel for you? Is this your first year as race director? And how's that yeah, been? So- how's that been taking on that the sort of a, a race like that? Wow, yeah. look at it. he's got the same amount of hair as I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, so Colin Sinclair, who's a central member, he's uh, I think the last 12 years been the race director. And I've always had a wee bit of input, you know, maybe the start finish area, setting things okay. up, helping out in the day. And it's always been in the back of my mind that I'd quite like to take it on. I, to be honest, yeah. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was hard as it is, I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah. So I decided in my wisdom that I was going to do it pretty much all myself this year so I can get a wide knowledge of how the whole thing goes together. Mm-hmm. So if I, in future years, I can get, try and get a team around me that I can mm. kind of delegate and work with. But I thought yeah. for the first year, I'll try and do it all myself. But, geez, I'm, I'm regretting doing that <laughs> <I'm doing> now. <laughs> it's, very, very, it's very, very hard work. Um, yeah. But to your Colin's been brilliant. Cause I say, I think 12 years he's done it for me. He's always there, wow. you know. To help any queries or questions that I've got and what I should be doing quick, quick in the month I need to start looking at doing different things so mm, yeah. Colin's been yeah. What? Yeah. Um, I mean just you know I'm, I'm intrigued as a as a race director myself like some of the, the I mean your, your race directing is slightly different to mine I mean mine's more ultra trail and from a from a, a road management perspective yeah. What's the biggest challenges? Is is that the is that what it would be? Road managing, you know, road safety and road management. Yeah, uh, the permits. The very first thing we do is permits. And again, yeah. when I sat down, I was like, I don't have a clue where to start after I've picked yeah. the race date. But I don't know what yeah. to do. And Colin was there and said, <laughs> permits is the first thing you do. So you've got yeah. your council permits, and you've got to do your risk assessments and method yeah. statements. You've got the police that you've got to do pretty much all the permit, the public procession permits. Um, mm, yeah. Scottish Athletics, obviously, you need to apply for the permit for that as well. So yeah. quite a bit of paperwork, quite yeah, quite time-consuming at the yeah. very start to try and get these um, permits in place. And then, of course, you start to sweat a wee bit because I think it was December I sent all the paper work away uh-huh. and I've still not heard anything back oh, so yeah. <laughs> entries are open we're like 350 entries and still <laughs> still so I phoned them up a few months ago and I said listen I've not heard anything I'm starting to get a wee bit nervous you know in case yeah but it's, don't worry we don't look at permits and things like that until a couple of months before the actual event so hopefully very soon the permits will all come through Scottish yeah. Athletics came through but not okay. the police uh, yeah. the council one one uh, question I've got is obviously like the history of the the Starling ten k, <clears throat> in terms of the course and the, the 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 depth in the field, it's always been fantastic, and I'm sure it'll it'll continue to be. Um, I mean personally, from my perspective, and no doubt Tommy's, we've all achieved. You know, I've achieved a a, a cheeky PB. It's probably my second, yeah. it's my second quickest time I've ever ran uh, at Starling. The, the pain in the arse for me is when you turn that cone, that stupid cone. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing with that cone. Like, you need to figure out some other way. I don't know, maybe like a little, a 180 travelator or something, you know, so yeah. you can just continue with your speed. I don't know. I mean, that's a quirky oh, thing to do. Speak, we, we used speak to, speak to the podfarer guys about that. But, um, uh, but anyway, my, my question is like, what are you, you know, what are the the, the similarities of, of what you're, you know, continuing to, to bring in is the course going to be the same and what are the the, the differences yeah. uh, that you're gonna gonna bring to the yeah so 
it's the, it's the same it's the same course because they know it works you know yeah. and yeah, yeah, the guys yeah. the fast the fastest runners in Scotland come to us every single year and yeah. uh, it, you, the course used to be slightly different potentially a wee bit quicker um, but they opened our railway line that was always closed so that cut right across the, the middle of the road on the route so that's why we had to introduce that kind of out and back section so yeah, yeah it is a pain um, but I think the logistics it's not that really bad you know what yeah. My, my, my PB course has still got a cone as well, so it's probably exactly. Good. I, I think it's there. nothing. That's, it's nothing. Yeah, it's my PB course as well. Actually, it's Sterling. So, uh, oh, is it? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so now we, you know, we know that we know that the fast runners will come. And when you look at the stats, you know, like, so last year I think thirty-two or thirty-three, of the top fifty all ran PBs, which is yeah. pretty frightening. And um, when you look at the entry list already, I put up a social media post earlier, and I saw that. Especially on the men, the women's is still strong, but especially the men's side is looking. Prompt. I remember, yeah, I remember chatting about it last year. Uh, I think we we're reviewing the times from a ten k perspective, and just we we're just going through how how stacked the results were in mm. in the in the in the male side and certainly the female side as well. So I'm I'm sure you'll get the same. And how do you how do you go about? Because that must be that must come with a bit of pressure to get that feel because that's part of the magic. It's a magic course. You're running with the Wallace Monument looking over you. It's yeah. just fantastic. But you, the the field is one of the main cells. So you've got, that looks great, the, the field you've got. Yeah. But how do you, do you, you, you've already done, I guess, a bit of work to get those guys on board. Not really, to be honest. Um, wow. Yeah. Lewis Miller's just... a race director. They'll all come to him. Well, <laughs> it's kind of weird because we lost the... We, it's not, you know, we've lost the, the Scottish 10k road champs, mm. which was disappointing. Um, but we were still comfortable that the fast runners would still come to a race, mm -hmm. and it's you know, they, they've already entered, so we know that the fast runners will come. We've tried to do a wee bit different that we'd lost the 10k champs kind of race, so we wanted to try and market more of the mass kind of runners, you know, the kind of mm -hmm. 40 yeah. to 60 minute. So it gave us something a wee bit different to, to focus on, and then. Having that you know, support from Podfather, you know, we're allowing, they're, they're giving us chances to do things that kind of target a lot more of the kind of 40 to 60, like your kind of the, the pacemakers that we've got, uh, on course entertainment, bagpipers, and cheerleaders, and things like that. that oh, really nice. Um, <laughs> I was wondering why, why, why you weren't running, Tommy. You won the cheerleaders, that was. Yeah. Now, we kind of know the fast runners will come, so we're now we're trying to put more. To the kind of forty to sixty minute to try and get as many of them kind of runners to take part as, as possible. So that's cool because even I think the field is yeah field is not just the first twenty; it's the full depth. And one of the benefit what I love about Sterling is the fact that you're coming back past the full field. So you've got that. Yeah, it's it's a really that's a really nice. So that's yeah the high fives you burn your hand, and that's yeah. really cool. And I think so the that I'm really interested you raised the Scotch ten k question because that was someone I was wanting to ask you about. What's that process like, and how is that something you you had to you would usually apply for, and how did that go about it not going to you guys? Yeah, well, it's funny because when I first took on the when I very first took on the, the race director, I sat and I done my brainstorming exercise, and the very first target I set myself was to be the Scottish ten k champs, which I failed at. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, this is this a nightmare. But I had been I'd been tipped off before that. I don't know why, for the last couple of years, they've been trying to get the 10K champs away from Stirling, mm. which 
I didn't. I don't know why, but um, you know, it's what happened. Um, I did. I put an email of intent into Scottish Athletics to say, you know, the course is there, the field's always there, the kind mm-hmm. of geography sterling. It suits from all corners of Scotland. The the time of year, September, you've got your kind of track runners have finished their season. Cross mm-hmm. country's not yet started, so you're getting a good mix of the two coming together. Um, so I've done that. I applied on the permit to Scottish Athletics as a section where you can pick if you want to be considered for a championship race. And I've done that. Um, but ultimately, I got the email back to see that they'd, they'd taken it away from us. So Brutal. all we could it's... do is try and put the, the best race on that we can. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you know, I don't think it's going to have any negative impact on the race. And I think, actually, you never know, it might, it might alleviate any pressures because it's just now, it's, uh, it's still also, I think it's still a, a sort of prodigious, is that the right word? Yeah, title to be the Sterling 10k champ. You know what I mean? That's yeah. such a it's such a long running race. That's still a really that's still a big enough. I think yeah. that's a big draw. And as you say, in Scotland that time of year, yeah, there's an Inverness 10k, Loch Ness great 10k downhill. So everyone always takes pelters that they run well there. So you've got yeah. you want at least Sterling. You know it's legit, and you know that that's yeah. a, a PB you can be proud of. Yeah, I think one of the things that kind of you know because they've kept the silver nose as a 5k. Quite right, which great. The Tom Scott, mm-hmm. Motherwell, um, the Glasgow half is was the Glasgow. Yeah. Um, the marathon is meant to be sterling, so all the other distances the Scottish Championship mm-hmm. stayed where they were, apart from the 10k. So that was what kind of made it disappointing that the one race that they took away from the venues was the one that I was about to take on. So, I mean, I say, I think hopefully, I don't, I can't see it being. I think you'll still get the fields and you've still yeah. you still got that. The other thing I'm interested in, Carl touched on it before. So what's different then? What are the you've talked about pipe bands um and cheerleaders? What what if you're a, someone's listening to this, they're a 40 to 60 minute 10k runner, why should they run? Why should they sign up to do the stalling 10k in September? Yeah. So we want to make it kind of fun, you know, because I think Stalin's it's a serious race and it always is at the sharp uh-huh. end. And we've always yeah. thought that maybe people are a wee bit scared from doing it and I think the Scottish Championships maybe scared some people away from entering so we start to take some of the pressure off so you know mm-hmm. we've got yeah so we've got the entertainment on the course we've got the pacemakers and we've got the backpacks with the big teardrop flags out the back oh, for, cool. for, um, nice. so you know it's the right race to try and target a PB but you know other things that we're doing like we said earlier it's quite a saturated market so you need to try and think outside the box a wee bit um, to try and entice people to come to your event and like an example is Brian Goodwin I've got the, the beer and the burgers which yeah that's class yeah yeah, oh, yeah. So need to try and think a wee bit outside the box so you know like this year we're working with the company Trees Not Tees um, oh nice so, yeah. uh, when you enter um, you can pick on Entry Central whether you want to receive a t-shirt a race t-shirt or if you want to have a tree planted in your name so cool. if you opt for the option you get a certificate Emailed to you with a kind of detail, the three word kind of location thing to tell you exactly where it's planted, what species of uh, trees, where it, and where it is, and a picture and all of that. So, that's cool. Yeah, that's quite, and if you go for the, the t shirt option, we've introduced Ladies Fit because we've done cool. say market, yeah, basically like me asking Mo, who then asked Jennifer Wetton. I guess like 100% of the, the feedback was that the kind of unisex t shirts are a bit. Nah, for women. Yeah, 100%. So, so we're we're getting ladies fit t-shirts made, which you know we've got a few posts out on social media about that, and that was kind of proven to be quite popular to 
uh, for for the yeah. for the ladies. Um, a lot of sponsors because again, goodie bags. We want to try and get as much kind of to the runners as possible. So we've got mm. all these kind of sponsors from like Turnips. You know, everybody loves a car. Oh, for- fantastic! Oh, look at that! I hope there's some yeah. leftover for you. You know. Yeah, we've got Highland Spring for water. We've got Graham's, who are a local business to us for milk. Um, other things like, you know, we've got like Clock at the 5K mark, which again is just yeah, yeah. a very small thing, but makes a makes a kind of a, a big difference. So One, think, one uh, bit of advice, make sure that the, the, the clock's exactly at the right 5K well, point. Yeah, the amount yeah, of times Baker Hughes 10K clock was at the wrong, it was at the 4K mark or the 6K mark. But it's almost like it, tradition now with that race and it's at the wrong position. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've always wondered, I've always thought a, a race would be useful in having a clock at like 500 to go. Like that, yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's still it's still early enough that you can, if, you, if you're right, if you can, I mean, 500K, okay, I run in Ks, so you can think the mass, you can maybe half a mile for, for the non-metric folk, but you can, it's still enough time to make a, if you're right on, how many people run a 40 minute and one second and they're like, ah. I only saw, especially at Stone, when you come on and you just see the clock right at the line, right as you enter the yeah. car park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think you've got. That's what I've watched as far, Tommy. Well, yeah, but you're anyway. But that's cool. So the course is the same. That's really good. And I think uh, yeah. well, we haven't even. Like, I mean, what, we haven't even mentioned the date. What, what, when is it? September. September eleventh, which is kind of a traditional. Um, date that we have it usually always clashes with the Great North Run so mm, yeah. um, every year it's the same but this year say there's a few other races on that weekend um, a couple of 10Ks and I think there's a half marathon up north somewhere as well so mm. there's a wee bit of usually we have it just to ourselves yeah, um, in Scotland but this year there's a few other races on that weekend so a wee bit of competition for us so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think it'd be safe enough and you know the good thing is a 10K doesn't take a whole season away from me you know a 10k is is a weekend where you can recover well if there's because you're right i mean that's as a as a race director i've experienced there's so many races in the calendar i mean at the weekend you've got like 20 races in scotland there's only about 20 people that live in scotland who run you know uh so you're kind of like where you know where are these people who are they come you know where they're coming from one one interesting point i've got is like it's um like the, the the generally speaking, the runners that take part in the Sterling 10K are they local or you know what's the have you got like a you know like no. a, a postcode search of what the yeah what the ratio is is, is it yeah. you know what's that look like? Well, it's part of my kind of brainstorming with the Scottish Championship thing. The next thing was trying to engage with the local community as much as we can. Yeah. So we've got our sponsor, Natural Power, who are based right. They're kind of renewable company. They're based almost right at the start-finish mm. area. So they've put um, money to the race that is to be given to local runners only. So okay. when, entries, when entries close, we get a, a, a list of all the kind of the local athletes. And uh, as they mm. cross the line, we can pick out people that live in the Stirling Council area. And we've got a whole variety of spot prizes to go ah, to. Ah, cool. Stirling residents only. Um, the good prize yeah. is for local companies in the Stirling area to all keep it local. So um, 
that's quite a good thing that we've not done before. And uh, right, still an observer, the paper, we've had an article already in the Still an Observer about the entries are open, trying to get as many people out onto the streets of Still on as possible. Mm. So we do. We've also got we our, our kids run as well, I see. Yep, it's back. Yep. Um, so we didn't have one last year because they reduced numbers with COVID. Obviously, there was no race the year before that. Um, but the 2K fund run for 7 to 14 year olds is back. So that's exciting. You know, we've got a lot of good prizes as well. Like, Blair Drummond Safari Park's just along the road from us. Oh, so they've happy days. Like, day passes. Uh, oh, yes. Day passes. Um, go eight along at Aberfoyle, not that far oh. from Stirling as well. Um, we've got like day passes for them, for prizes, all for the fun runs. So, um, aye, it's good. A lot of excitement. Yeah. Uh, what? Run back. The thing is, on the, on, the, on, the, on the entry list, I mean, it's just, I'm keen on the minute to hear about your shape, but... You've got, I mean, just to quickly rattle through the, what you showed the, to, earlier today, Ali Hay, the man, the legend, 29.59, 10K man, he's on the list. Hamish Hickey, also central. Christian Graham from La Suede is a 14.21, 5K guy. You've got Ben McMillan, recent sub-four man. Al- Alistair Marshall, the young junior contender. Lewis Rogers, Cameron Milne. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing to have that sort of, uh, that list already. I see Kenny Wilson has got himself signed up as well, so... It's uh, it's it's cool. It's really uh, it's good to see that sort of uh, that lineup already. Yeah, aye. So we had an early bird uh, again, which we've never done before, and we thought we'll just try it. We'll open the entries early because usually we'd open the early, the open the entries quite late. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought we'll get them open six months in advance of race date, and we'll have three months of early bird, and we've had mm. three hundred and fifty entries up until now, wow. which is great. Um, a lot of runners also don't enter till nearer the time in case of commitments or injuries or things but the response we've had so far is great both in terms of the numbers but also the quality that, that are on mm-hmm. the entries and what about, um, what about your shape how are you getting what I'm intrigued to know because uh, the, 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 one of the men who told me along to a half marathon PB all those years ago in Glasgow <laughs> so how is your shape at the minute how are you getting on <sighs> before you say that who, who won the race was it was it Lewis or Tommy I actually can't remember. I think it was a. Oh, there was a big group. I remember. Remember. It was. A, I'll need to go back and check. There was also that. I just remember, remember being like yeah. hanging on to you through uh, through um, Pollock Park. Park, yeah. yeah. Um, my shape is. Uh, I don't run that much now. I do maybe. I try and get forty miles a week. Obviously, we've got wee Molly now. Um, yeah. She just turned two, so the priorities oh, can nice. change a wee bit. Um, obviously, Mo's back training, competing to a higher level so you just you can do what you have to do you can fit in runs when you can so I do try and get 40 miles a week as a minimum I entered the Silver Now's 5k I how did it go? oh man it was, <laughs> I, know, I, I was 16.09 but that's um, not bad it's like you know like, like I'm, I'm still stuck like 10 years ago when I was yeah. in minute wash shape and all that and like, you used to know all the guys around you and of course running the, the silver nose. I'm looking about, and there's guys like half my age, and I'm like, I don't know who these. And, yeah, <laughs> um, great, but I was like, I don't think I made the top hundred. Uh, Bloody but, hell, um, yeah! It was it was a shock to the system, but no, I do. I, I try and get a Sunday run in at least ten miles on a Sunday, and nice. I say forty miles for the week, and I'm kind of I'm happy with that. And how's and how's Mo getting on? She's uh she's been impressive in in what she what we've seen from yeah. her last year. Just, just so people know, Morag Miller. Um, just folk, if you want to put two and two together, they are a package deal. 
some of us would be like, Lewis, more, more. Lewis suffers the same fate as me of having a faster other half. It's, uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of, mate. <laughs> so what's she and how? Because she she got. I mean, because uh, I mean, we need to we need to get back on. But there must be Commonwealth. I mean, she was so close to the standard at one point. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been hard. It has been really hard for her because um, obviously she had Molly. And then she got herself back in really good shape. And last year on the track, she ran her 15.43, which was the qualifying time for the yeah, 5,000 yeah. Commonwealth Games. And then ultimately found out the time didn't count because the oh. officials were the wrong grade or something. Nonsense. Um, and in a way, we kind of knew that she would have to run a lot faster than that anyway, even though she mm. ran under the time. You know, you've got Ailish and Sarah Ingalls and... You know, you don't know what Warren Muir would do uh, distance-wise. Yeah, girl. Annabelle, Annabelle as well, of course. Annabelle, um, Megan, Mary, you know, there's so many girls. Yeah. And we kind of thought they had to run under 15.30 to have a real realistic chance. So she ran the time last year, which was good. It didn't end up counting for anything. Um, but no, she got herself in really good shape. Um, during the winter, she was really fit. Um, she was third at the National Cross. And yeah. I think she was a wee bit kind of unwell. She was, you know, that way when you run, like you don't feel ill, but once you run, you're, it's like your legs have got like weights tied around your ankles, just a couple of percent off. And uh, she finished third somehow at the National Cross. I don't know mm -hmm. how, because she was there to win it and she was probably in shape yeah. to give Mary a very good run for her money because she was in fantastic form that day. And that was a hard one because going into 2022 with two targets was National Cross for Mo and the Commonwealth Games. The National Cross didn't come off. So we thought, right, we'll switch it and go back to the Commonwealth Games qualifying time. And she didn't, she had quite a difficult time. Uh, she went across to Belfast and ran the 5,000 across there where there was quite a few Scots. Um, mm -hmm. She had a really good run, actually. She'd only done two track sessions and then she ran 15.51. So she was just outside nice. the time, but it showed, and like after that race, Mo actually said to me, "She is, I'm going to get that time very comfortably in the future. I'm in really good shape, which is very unusual for Mo. He can he talk like that? Um, yeah. It was great for me to hear because she knew that she was she was in shape, and then after that, it just kind of she struggled a wee bit that she got a chest infection so she missed the BMC down in Birmingham because mm. um, I think Annabelle ran the time again down there for the second time um, and that meant that she missed the 5k at Silver Mouse as well with the chest infection um, the, Monument Mile, the Monument Mile obviously she got DQ'd um, what happened there by the way I just I, did, I just saw like a headline, something on Twitter or something what was the story there uh, <laughs> a shocker so Obviously, she was coming back for the chest infection. Not that, that like the officials would know that, but uh, you know the, the girls were all standing on the start line, ready to go, and Mo had to go and spit. But she didn't spit on the track. She walked off to spit on the grass on the infield, and then she came back. But she had a wee bit left, so she went back off again and spat on the infield. Came back, and the official came up and said, "Hey, that's your red card disqualified." <laughs> and I think, like. I think Mary Hendry was on one side pacing and Pippa Malad was on the other side and they were both like, you can't disqualify what are you on about type thing and, and Mo said, listen, can you not let me run under like protest and we'll sort it out after and like not get off the track. Oh what? my goodness. And, and it, was, it was crap because it was like, you know, like Mo taking a half, she's self-employed, she took a half day off work to get be ready oh. for it, potential prize money she lost out on. It was a good tune-up race for the BMCs that were coming up. And um, 
It was oh, kind of like, dear, it was dear. great, bad, but it was great that the support that she got for parents and coaches and athletes, they were all messaging her saying it was ridiculous was the word that kept um, popping up. So a wee bit of investigation from somebody at Scottish Athletics or UK Athletics, and it turned out yes, she was wrongly disqualified that she shouldn't have been. It's not in the rule book yet. Right. Um, and they're bringing it out, I think, in June. Well, now, I think there's a new rule book, and they're going to say that it's like a warning, a yellow card, unless you spit at somebody, an official or another athlete, it's a yeah. straight red card. And the official oh. got confused. And yeah. I think there's a few reasons, you know, it was disappointing for more the tune up race, the kind of financial side. And it's yeah. a local track run around that thousands of times. And to do that, you know, coming like, yeah. off the start line and yeah. back around. Like oh. a moment, I've been doing faith off the harder to watch her, and oh, they just had to. Oh. So it turned out she was wrongly disqualified. That was a sore one. Um, I think when you're, you're young, when, when you're a kid, though, like it's it, you know, you get DQ'd, ah, who cares, you know, like, but when you're older and you're more mature yeah. and you've got like a family and you, yeah. you know, you're yeah. it's like it's the same situation with maybe slightly different with Debbie when. With that triathlon nonsense, uh, oh, yeah, when yeah. she threw a bottle in transition, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we we all you know Mo, Mo had a chat with Debbie about that, and it was yeah, just right. like it's you're just like you know like the, a there's more to life than than sport, but b it's just like come on guys, like yeah, a bit of um, you know it's like common sense, like common yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, as Michael Ferguson yeah. pointed out, you know, nobody was checking like shoes, stack height, or anything. Folk are bouncing about the track with the next percent was on. That's like, that so fantastic. Get your, yeah. get your really. But yeah, so that was a bummer. And then a couple of races out, she went down to be at the BMC in Manchester, and there was like four kind of standout girls that were all going to hopefully work together. And three of them didn't turn up, so more I was there on her own with the pacer. Uh. She was like 50 metres clear halfway through on for about 15, 26-ish pace. And then as soon as the really pacer went, Mo struggled. She, you know, yeah. was, and then her Achilles kind of flared up and she had a big race in Manchester the week after that, a World Continental Tour or something. Uh, Manchester again and a lot of 15-15 to 15-30 girls and we thought well, that's going to be the race. But, you know, we drove down, we stayed in Preston, the Achilles just wasn't settling down, we'd done a couple of miles shakeout in the morning, and we're sitting in Starbucks in Preston, and we're like, do we jump on the motorway and head south to Manchester, or we just go north and just drive home? And mm. we ended up just jumping and heading north and driving home, because the long-term effect on the Achilles might have been oh, yeah, pretty bad. Um, and then the last BMC just there was at Watford, but again, the Achilles has not sorted itself, so the Commonwealth team unfortunately it was uh, was over. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's a rotten that's rotten luck. We were speaking beforehand about the highs and lows of, of running careers and that's that's yeah. a that's a low period. Absolutely yeah. But well send send her her our best. She's uh we're we're big yeah. fans and hopefully she'll bounce back yeah. into whatever goals are next. But well do you know what let's before we let you go we'll uh we're, we're gonna give you some usual fart like questions and then we'll finish oh, on telling right. people yeah, how they can Bring it up a notch here. So, Kyle, why don't you kick it's off? Mr. It's Mr. and Mrs. Lewis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, what's your favorite? Let's go with it. Since we're talking about stack heights, what's your favorite running shoe? Um, I'm going to go really old school. I like the Adidas Adios Boston's. Oh, yes. Not the new ones. 
all my PBs were all running them and see since all these carbon shoes have came oh, out. Do you know what? I I love it. That's like me as well, Lewis. Like I'm like, you know, I love the fact that my PBs, well, maybe at the, the shorter distance they're all in like an A6 hyperspeed. Oh yeah, can it be that? Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I wish I had those available when I was faster. Ifs and buts. Um, cross country, road, hills, or track? Um, cross country. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite session? Training session. I love um, 2400s with a minute recovery. Big, bulky, oh, short recovery. Love it. Nice. Oh, that's, that's solid. Uh, post-race treat. Post-race treat. He's sitting um, there chugging a can of iron brew. As we I know, I was actually going to say. My dinner's sitting right next to me. It's a pie and chips with a can of iron brew and there's no veg. <laughs> that's my dinner, so. <laughs> nice. So fat as well, eh? Yeah. Post-race treat pizza. Nice, very nice. Who's who's your favourite running hero? Now, tread carefully here. My favourite running hero? Um, Highway Gabriel Salasi. Nice answer. Do you know Morag is going to kick your ass for not saying her, eh? I know. I thought it was going to be, I thought it might be, I thought it might be Bucci. Well, Ali Hay was the first one that popped into my head. Was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Last one for me. What is your worst race experience? Um worst race beaten by Tommy. <laughs> yes, oh, everyone's diamond. Uh, Silver nose. Uh, no, it's not, so that's a lie. Um it was at the English six stage road relays at Sutton Park and nice. I was a very strong central team and I somehow made the six. Last leg, oh. I got over in second place, about 10 seconds behind Aldershot. Oh. And everybody, that's it, the medal's there. That's the dreams to always win a medal. And I was the last leg and I dropped to fourth. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> I was all in tears. And the excitement on the course when I was running around and then <laughs> the, the oh. complete opposite off the line that's like missing was, a penalty in the World Cup final that's well, just uh, being that guy but I've done it twice um, but I've done it at the 6th stage and at the English 12th stage um, and the Derek says you're never going last leg again so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's a bit I mean to be fair though what an honour to be put anchor leg for the yellow train I mean well, that's serious face. Yeah, that was why you came a picture of the athletic tweet going in the front cover <laughs> <laughs> Totally Pete Tong, so. <laughs> oh dear, that is that's a horror show, right there. Yeah. Well, my my last question there uh, is: What's your best race experience? I think my best race experience would be the I think the European clubs cross country in 2012 oh. from Central. We went across to Spain. We'd also won the trial race at Liverpool, and I was in the counting four at Liverpool, so. We went across as a kind of Great Britain representatives for the Euro clubs and yeah. just a whole different experience doing a cross country and hard compact kind of gravelly paths and sand and just the speed of the guys in the race was horrendous, but the best <laughs> experience. Yeah. So yeah. that's class. 
That is class. Well, Lewis, thank you so much for coming on. It's great. It's thanks very much. Of course, yeah. It's important question. What do you think could do a beer mile on? I don't drink. Um, so oh, I'm an active root miler, an iron brew miler. Iron brew, I am. Pints, mate. My run in my kind of weight that I'm carrying, I reckon about eight minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, solid. <laughs> that is yeah. solid. <laughs> oh, if you drink the, the iron brew, it would be no bother. It would be the run in the mile. <laughs> it would be the problem. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, th- honestly, thank you. It's great to get you on, great to catch oh, up, and uh, good luck with the rest of the preparation. We're very uh, we're, we're yeah, excited to hear about it. I'm actually back in Scotland that time, so I'm, I'm oh, look at that. weighing up my maybe an entry actually. Tom, and, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom and I will be your uh, your commentators. Tom, no, we'll be, we'll be busy, we'll, 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 be, we'll be lining up, Kyle. We'll be lining up head to head. No, that's good. No, thanks for having me on the show. It's great. Oh, no worries. Hear from you, Lewis. Well, good luck, and we'll catch up soon. Thank you. Cheers. That's Cheers, Lewis. Bye, man. Bye, bye. Grand. Well, thank you. That was great, Lewis. Good to have him on. I'm telling you what, the Stonington case, it's, uh, it's a classic. It's really nice it to is. hear a bit of the inside of chat about so, it. So was that one of your PB courses in, is it? It was. Do you know, I ran, I think I ran 37.20 there years ago, and it sat there for like, two or three years and I just couldn't get it down and it was one of those things you know when you run a time you can't beat it and then I think I went and ran 3510 like oh, really? you know randomly and right and it just things came down after that but it was the, yeah, yeah it was it was how and you said you you ran a PB there I, I I've always run well like Sterling um I think I've done it three times two or three times and in my best the last time I ran it I ran 3110 which was my second quickest time nice but I was hoping to I think I was actually hoping to get under 31 that year, um, which I did. That was, uh, that was what, September? And then in December, I did the Ribble Valley 10K and ran my PB there. Um, nice. But it's a, it's a great course. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's such a fast course. And it's not even like you need hundreds and hundreds of runners to, to pull you along. You just need a few to pull you along. And you, you definitely get that with the the 10k and, exactly. and i like it it's not just flat as a pancake just slight undulations yeah i agree just i think is is certainly for me helps me get a faster time so plus you've got it's i think it's it's slightly downhill the last mile so you can really yeah. you can, can more you've got more. you're getting dragged along you're going downhill it's it's yeah. class so, uh, so yeah but let's no, see maybe let's see if we can line up some entries there that oh way. yeah well that's it let's get our pbs back then we've got a bit of time tommy yeah? there's no shot i'm running a pb in september <laughs> <laughs> right uh, well, what else have we got then Kyle we've got we've been through the race results um, so yeah we, we had quite a there's been quite a lot of international performances uh, we, we mentioned um, or Lewis mentioned Sarah Ingalls who's been running phenomen- phenomenally over the, the distance the 5 and 10 Ks uh, she's just ran uh, she's just improved her PB for the 5,000 metres by 11 seconds to clock the World Championship standard of 1505-21, which is just amazing, you know, to... I've known Sarah since I was a kid, and to see her just become this amazing athlete, and now she's sponsored by Puma, which is pretty cool. Um, 
And uh, yeah, Lothian Road Running Club member, uh, running club member. She's got the Commonwealth standard. She's got the world standard now for both the five and the 10,000. So uh, her 15 and five takes her to sixth in the all-time Scottish list as well. Um, and uh, the same meet, which was in Portland, Josh Kerr got a seventh place in the 800 metres, which 146.95. Uh, probably disappointed with that, you know, given that he's... He's yeah. got the bronze medal for the uh, 1500 meters, but no doubt it'll be a, a tune up race for, for him as well. Uh, and then some of the other results we had uh, just back in the UK, the Watford BMC was on, uh, some top performances there. Ben McMillan, who's been in dynamite shape, as Tommy would put it, uh, breaking the, the mile at the um, the mile event, the Sterling Sub-4. Rumble, what was it called? Yep. Sub four Monument Mile. That's right. Uh, so he ran a 340 to get the, the Commonwealth Games standard for Birmingham um, for the second time, which is what you need to do. Uh, Stuart McCallum, who's a junior, an under 20 lad, 1350. Uh, and also Ryan Thompson of Canvas Lang, 1354 to get inside that elusive 14 minutes. Um, there's been some other top performances. Philippa Milage uh, getting a Scottish. Uh, Masters best of 423 in the 1500. Also, uh, Jenny Selman uh, ran a 408 for the 1500 metres, 12th all time, which is another amazing performance by Jenny. Jenny's also got a, a really strong win in Slovakia. Can't remember the name of the result, but one of our top performances in 203, um, especially given how strong that field was. So, yeah, just lots of really, really strong performances coming absolutely everywhere just now. Uh, and, and that's, you know, we've, we've not even chatted about Big Al Walker. Uh, I just saw something pop up in my Facebook. He got the 5,000 metre world record uh, and he's 66 years old, 1630-ish for uh, 5,000 metres. Yeah, it's, you know, it's quite incredible. And I think the thing about Al, what what amazes me is it's like it's year after year it's he just keeps he's he keeps going keeps improving and it's uh yeah it's quite quite uh quite amazing to, it's really it's great i mean i don't know he's just yeah it's it's just uh inspirational to see what he's doing so yeah so other than that i mean that's yeah that's some of the news we've we have there's so much more no doubt um but we're just a wee podcast and uh you know we don't want to bore you to tears you know, have a look, browse uh, in some of the, the websites. Scottish Athletics are quite good at UK Athletics. Uh, whatever you want, you know, just listen to us. But apologies if we don't cover everything that you, you need. So, uh, yeah. Um, anything else you want to chat about, Tommy? So, yeah, I was going to say... Uh, there you go. There's always something, eh? Hashtag uh, short-sighted. So we've had yes. a short... Did you see the short-sighted last week? Oh. I don't know, did I? I don't know if you saw it. Like it was a, uh, it was quite a, quite a, quite an impressive one actually. So it was Greg, <laughs> Greg Cor McLeod, who is, uh, who is, who runs uh, Body and Soul Fitness. It looks like so. Uh, he's 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 been short sighted many times. But this one was was uh, was really taking the next level. 
He's, he's a baby. Up, uh, hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He's, he's obviously had a baby last week or the week before, which is That's great. It. And yeah, it's a, yeah. a lovely, a lovely post about the new baby arriving. But one of the photos of of announcing and celebrating that they've had a baby is him stood in his back garden holding the said baby in a vest <laughs> and a pair of TRS running shorts. <laughs> glorious, is, uh, absolutely glorious. That is, that is how that is how dreams are made. I was just, I saw it on my, I saw it on Instagram. I was like, that is the best short sight we've had. Not even a race, like announcing a new baby in it. So listeners, that's the level we expect you to get at. Keep the yeah, short sight coming. It's Definitely, definitely. I want to know the most revealing turn, the, the most revealing short sighted um, picture we have, no doubt, which would be, uh, especially the size of the shorts, they're, they're small fitting, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I was debating whether or not to wear my for the most at 100, um, but there's not any pockets, and I need pockets to oh. store my gels, you see. You don't wear and a vest? Do you don't wear a race vest? I've got one, but I don't, like, there's not enough pockets, you know? Mm. I hate wearing a race vest. I feel like I'm in prison or something. Well, you know, like I'm... I, free, I, you know? So you won't wear a race vest then? I, I, well, I might have to, because I need to carry, like, a mobile phone and... Mm. fuel gels all that but i've got a pair of nike trail shorts which are there's about 20 pockets on them they're brilliant yeah you've got they're just like so i might wear them but i don't know i need to decide tonight which is it's now quarter to nine because we're leaving tomorrow so well we better we better wrap this this up then um well kyle in that case good luck on on the weekend i hope you have a Travel goes well, and I've just, you know, I've, as I've opened my phone, I see that the weather, this is Paris, mine, so you'll be even warmer than where you are. 37 here on sun, on Saturday. 37, 37 degrees. degrees. I, I, I shit you not. There you go. 30, Spotify. Uh, 37 degrees there at the top. See that? Yeah. I have 37 oh, on Jesus. on Saturday. It's absolutely scorching. So I'm... Bonkers. I, but in fact, actually, let me... It's even saying now it's a high of 38. Either my app's broken or it's just uh so you need to you need to be careful on the weekend. Jesus. 31. It's uh 9 a.m. start. It says 21 at 9 a.m. Uh 12 is 27. I think I'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> famous, famous words, not the last one. Look at that. Well, well, uh if i if you don't hear from me next week, you know it's not good news, eh? Well, you'll be it just you know, maybe it is good news. You've just decided to stay on an extra week. That's that's enjoy your holiday. <laughs> so, listeners, have a, you guys, listeners, have a great week. Um, get your entries into the Sterling 10K, and if you get share with us, you're short sighted, and we will uh, we will see you and catch up with you next week. But in the meantime, here is Mr. Ali McIver.
That's a wrap.